On today's episode, we've got a personal branding story of someone who went from zero to hero. He had nothing and then went to millions and millions of social media followers and now has multiple income streams. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon world. We got somebody here who's not an Amazon seller, but one of the best at branding I've ever known. We've got uh, Brandon, a.k.a. BDOT, a.k.a. the NBA impersonator. Brandon, how's it going? Man, good, man. I can't complain, man. Thanks for having me, bro. How are you? I'm doing awesome, and... You know, we've been talking about this for almost two years now, coming on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm just going to go to Phoenix and we're going to get this done. So uh, so I'm, we're out here. If this sounds a little bit different, guys, I'm on my mobile setup out here, but hopefully you guys can, can hear it. But um, before we get into your, uh, you know, what you're doing now and everything and, and the lessons that you have for Amazon sellers, because you don't sell on Amazon, but there's a lot of people out there who want to create a brand for themselves. You know, there's a lot of people who are selling on Amazon and they want to create a brand for their product. And I think you're going to be able to help with that. But let's, I always like getting the, the origin, hero origin story here. So you uh, born and raised in Georgia? Yep, Atlanta, Georgia. Yep, Decatur, Georgia. Okay. Yep. When you were like 8, 10 years old, what did you think you were going to be when you grew up? Um, and I was playing baseball. I was playing baseball and soccer. So I thought I was going to be a baseball player or a soccer player. And then I slowly started getting into basketball. But I just, I always wanted to just, I didn't, I, I wanted to be a baseball player, man. Mm-hmm. And then the coaches, they they messed it up for me because they would always put their sons at the best positions oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And then I just started falling in love with basketball. Basketball was really my third sport. And from then on, I was like, okay, yeah. it's not. I don't care about making it to the NBA, but I do want to go overseas and play professionally. If I yeah. do make it to the NBA, then that's cool. But I was realistic at a young age. Like, there's only a certain percentage of guys that make it. So right. I already knew what I wanted to do just then and there. I just wanted to play professional basketball somewhere. I like it. Did you ever have like that entrepreneurial bug? Like, were you one of those kids who was flipping baseball cards or or, or selling garbage pail kids uh, cards or something? In the man, I was always um, I would go to different um, different because it's the South, so um, I would go to different neighbors' um, houses, knock on the door. You need your grass cut? Cut the grass for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Go down to the next door. You need your grass cut? Yeah, I, I do front and back for twenty dollars, and I just <laughs> raise the price each one. So. Just little stuff like that. I even had like a little uh, little lemonade sale. Okay. Where, okay. you know, like I seen it on the grid, I mean, on the, on the internet. And I was like, yeah. okay, let me try this. Got okay. my boys and stuff. So I always had that, yeah, that entrepreneurial bug just to try to do something. I even sold baby pit bulls. Yeah, man. It, it, we had like, a, hmm. we had like a, a litter of 20. And I'm just, you know, selling to the, you know, to, of course, rightful owners and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, just that bug to just, you know get out there and try to make it some way, somehow, you yeah, know, yeah. always have my hand in every little thing. Okay. Yeah. So then you graduated high school. You got a, I'm assuming like a four year scholarship. Yep. Yep. What, what college? Uh, Lincoln Memorial University is in Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> yep. Uh, what was your major? Uh, marketing. Okay. Yeah. I, I was, you know, some athletes, they're just like, what's the easiest thing? Yeah. Kinesiology. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But it sounds like you, you know, you're ready. We're looking for, uh, you're looking ahead, yep. you know, to what maybe could help you in the future. I don't know. Something just tied me to marketing. Um, Cause I always, I think growing up, I always heard, uh, what did you go to school for business, business, business. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's what I want to, you know, try to uh, venture off to. And then marketing was the one. And it's so crazy because I have my marketing degree and I'm, 
like literally marketing myself, like because yeah. I'm yeah. my own brand. But I never thought that I'll be doing this. Right. I just thought I'd be, you know, playing basketball somewhere. So it's crazy how everything comes, you know, full circle. Because I really just, yeah, of course, I, I was thinking about using my degree, but I'm thinking like, man, I'm going to play basketball. I'm after college, I'm not thinking about mm -hmm. no type of schoolwork or anything. So it's crazy how you know everything comes together. Yeah. So you uh. You, did you so you went all four years. Yep, all there? four years. Yep. And then did you go to professional basketball right away? Or? Um, end up going out to Reno, Nevada, to play with um, uh, Reno Bighorns. Uh, it was their G League. Yep. Yep. Okay. Formerly D League. Yep. G League now. Uh, there was Sacramento Kings affiliates. Uh -huh. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a dope experience. You know, I met some good guys out there. My guy Garrett Temple. Um, another oh, yeah. guy Tyler Honeycutt. You know, rest in peace. Um, it was it was some, it was some good dudes, man. It was a it was a dope experience. So after that, I went play ball in Australia. And that's when Vine came out. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started using Vine, understanding how to use Vine. And then in 2015, um, uploaded a video to um, Instagram of, of Russell Westbrook impersonation. Never did a sports impersonation. All my videos were just regular human, regular comedy, blue collar. Uh, just I remember regular. one of the original was like, you pulling up. Yeah, like drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was just like regular everyday comedy. Yeah. Kind of see what you like. You see on like the TikToks now. And um, I did that Russell Westbrook impersonation in... That changed my whole life. Mm -hmm. I didn't play a professional basketball game until 2018. So in three years, I didn't play professional basketball because social media just, I was I was yeah. that guy for then. So then before 2015 was pretty much your only income from actual professional basketball. Yeah, it was just hooping um, mm -hmm. yep, or, or like doing little Vine promos. Yeah. But that was like little, you know, little $100, $200 uh, write-off, stuff like that. But yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I was just... Grinding, trying to get overseas. Yeah. And then that one video out of millions and millions of videos, I was always on World Star, this and that. But that one video just, it caught the right eye. Yeah. Like it was something no one's ever seen before. And then uh, I remember Brandon Jennings retweeted it because he was following me on Twitter because I knew a lot of those guys from Vine. And he retweeted it, introduced me to the basketball world, changed my life. Interesting. All right. And so it's, you, the following blew up. It was pretty much organic. Yes. It was yes. all organic. Just people sharing and tagging their friends and stuff like that. Man, I was like at 96K, bro. I had like a whole campaign, get B dot to 100K, the mm -hmm. road to 100K. I made that video, bro. In two days, I think I had like 367,000 followers. Wow. Like the 100K was just surpassed. I just remember at the crib chilling and I'm right there on ESPN. They're showing my video. I'm like, wait, that's me. That's <laughs> freaking crazy. Like, yeah, it's, it's still surreal to this day. I love it. Love it. Now, one thing that, you know, some people have misconception about, you know, you could have millions of followers, you could have millions of likes. That does not equate to to income. You know, so, so you got to take a next step. Now, you stopped playing ball in 2015. So how did you actually support yourself? It wasn't just the having the followers mm -hmm. and, and, and having likes and, and having, having everybody know your name. What, how did you switch from professional ball to, to making an income off of your, your brand, basically? Man, I realized I was a brand. Um, myself was a brand, and then I would have companies, agencies, uh, different management companies reach out to rep wanting to represent me. And but before then, I would have like you know your Nikes or your your um, your champs, and they were reaching out to me in my DMs, you know, wanting to work. And I didn't know what to offer or what to say to them, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So that's when I started taking these uh, meetings with all these major um, talent agencies, your CAAs, your uh, UTAs, you know, and that's when I end up linking with one of those guys. And I mean, of course, I had a manager, but they, he was like the homie. Yeah. He really didn't know what he was doing. He, <laughs> he could talk professionally, but I had to get rid of him. Um, and then, yeah. So when I when I got that representation and that management, I was able to, you know, 
turn those likes and those followers into money mm-hmm. because the more followers and the more likes, of course, it's really more about the um the traffic. It's more about the analytics. You can have three million followers, but your your videos can only be getting viewed twenty thousand yeah. views. So yeah. it's about that analytic that that those traffic, those are the numbers they look at. They don't care about that million. They want to see mm-hmm. what that traffic looked like. So um I started doing that and I, that's how I learned it. And I'm able now to be able to negotiate contracts myself. Of course, I still let my manager do it, but I was able to, I still learned, you know, as, you know, being represented. So that's how I turned it into the big bucks. All right. Now you, you start branching out. And when I say branch out, I mean, this is most branches I've ever seen in one person. I mean, you, you have the dot eats and you're a professional chef. I mean, you, you're a singer now, you're a DJ, uh, you know, you're an actor, like, what was the first one? What was the first one other than, hey, what made you stop and think, I just don't, I don't want to be just the NBA impersonator. Right, right. I don't want to be just an Instagram, you know, celebrity. What was the first thing that you branched out into? Man, that's, uh, my first thought is when I was um, getting um, approached by these agencies. Um, mm-hmm. I got approached by an agency called Whistle Sports. They're the number one, you know, sports agency, you know, for um, content creators that do sports comedy. But in 2015, I was already thinking like, I don't want to be tied to basketball my whole life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be known as a sports impersonator. So that's why I ended up signing with full screen. And they have, I was the only like sports YouTuber on there. They just, they had makeup artists, um, different people like that. But it was still, I was the first person here and they still had the connects that I needed. So then in there, all I said, I didn't, right then I already made it in my mind. I didn't want to be the impersonator, known as the NBA impersonator my whole life. Yes, that's the one that can get my foot indoors, but I'm letting you guys know that. I can do way more than this. Yeah. So first thing I, I branched off to was um I've always played basketball, but it was probably the it was it was the DJing. Okay. In 2018, when I was playing ball in Australia, I was playing pro ball in Australia because I got tired of. I had to prove myself. I'm like I haven't played ball in three years. I done got the impersonation, whatever. I'm a brand now. So back then it was kind of hard for me to get on the team, but now I'm I need I need percentage of no ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Um. I need I need um, the concession stands all that because I'm coming to you and I can boost you guys' yeah. you know income and and stuff like this. So right then and there, and I started DJing and it was just I started out as an international DJ. That was my first gig. I was in Australia and I started DJing out there. So like when you guys would travel to other cities to to, to play uh-huh. games, you would like I would I would have my manager. My cause I had a, a guy. He was cool. He's my management. I'm a manager out there. He would book me in those clubs for each city, especially if it's like a an overnight city that we have to go to. So he'll find the local clubs and he'll book me there. And mm. it was, yeah, it was dope. I think like a year and a half ago, I went back out there and I did like a three club, um, a three club tour for uh for DJ. And it was, it was, it was lit. So, so did you know how to DJ before? Like, like you had a CDJ and, and that kind of stuff where you just like decided to do it and then you taught yourself and then you started. Virtual DJ. I will always, um, it's a little app, not an app, but a little program on, um, on, um, on the internet called Virtual DJ, you download it and you literally just DJ via the laptop. So I knew what the words meant. So when I got my controller, I was like, oh, I know, I know what that button is. I know what that button is. Cause I used to literally DJ all my little kickbacks back in Atlanta. Okay. I would DJ all in my center corner and I just DJ on my laptop, like literally be mixing on my laptop. So that's, that's how I started DJing. And it was just, it just stuck to me because we really didn't, we really didn't practice that much. We had a lot of yeah. free time. So um, that's when I was like, let me go ahead and give me this controller. You bought me a laptop and everything. I'm, now I'm DJing Lil Dirk, you know, A-list celebrity DJ uh, concerts. 
I'm going, I'm heading to Punta Cana um, in a couple next month to DJ out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's exciting. So, so I hope, I hope people out there are listening, paying attention to this story and might be thinking like, what does this have to do with Amazon? But first of all, if you're really good at something, you know, double down on that. So he was good at basketball. He, he got notoriety from this Russell Westbrook video. So he didn't get a big head right away and say, oh, I'm not doing any basketball things anymore. Uh, I'm just gonna, I, I'm more talented than that. No, like you start doing all kinds of impressions, you know, LeBron James yep. and everybody, right? So like you get popular off of something, double down on that for a while. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, yeah. start thinking about step two, step three, step four. And then so I'm assuming that your mentality of why you pick DJ as the next thing was that was something, I mean, you were never a professional at it before, but you would just do it on the side. And yep. It was something you're semi-passionate about, you enjoy doing. And then that's kind of like my philosophy is like, if you can get paid to do something that you love and that you probably would pay to do, mm-hmm. you know, that's the best thing. Like, you know, you, you as you know, I used to be a Zumba instructor. Yep. It was like, when I, when I was trying to lose weight before, I would pay to go to the gym to take Zumba. And then now they're going to pay me to do yeah, something right. that I love so much. Exactly. You know, so, so, so guys, try and think about that. Try, what what can I do that could get me money, but that you love doing? Because when you love doing something, uh, it, it doesn't you know, feel like work. Exactly, exactly. So then you you uh you you taught yourself how to do you know real DJing. Mm-hmm. You double down on that. What was the next thing that you started branching out uh, and doing? Um, my cooking. Okay. My diet, my diet eats. Uh, started. I've always cooked, but um, people were telling me to start an Instagram page. So I have like a foodie and a chef page, so mm-hmm. you can but anything on that page I can cook and. People started asking me for my plate, started selling them. So now I started the catering business. Um, we, I'm opening, uh, I'm taking over nights at a restaurant out here, um, April 22nd. You, a couple of days ago, I just cooked for uh, OBJ, Odell Beckham. Um, so like, and I love cooking, you know, cause I'm from the South and it's just something that's, you know, I know how to make the food taste good. I can cook anything. I feel like cook anything. Like just, you don't even have to give me a recipe. Just let me know what I need to do or what I'm, like, give me a picture of it and I, I can make it happen. All right, hey, hi guys. I can attest to that. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting here uh, completely stuffed because I just had some of the best, uh, some of the best chicken, some of the best spaghetti I've ever had. You know, cur- courtesy of Dot Eat. So that, you, that's man. true. Glad you enjoyed it. All right. So then now, like you know, what, what, what motivates you? You know, like uh, there's people who who get tired right away. You know, of things and like they never see things through. But you know, you you start something, I see you finish it, and you're, you're like excelling. So like, how do you keep that motivation up? I mean, outside of the generic answer, like, you know, my mom and my kids, mm-hmm. um, just me looking at just like it's people in way worse situations than I am. Yeah. You know, I don't if I find myself complaining, I feel like I'm being selfish. So like what motivates me is like I could be I could be in a way worse situation. Like I can be I could be in the I could have cancer or I could be living in a box or something. So it's like I wake up and I'm blessed every day. It's like, oh, I have another opportunity to better myself. I have another opportunity to Try to help somebody better someone else, you know, um, just lead by example. And that's what I try to do. That That's what motivates me. I'm, I am I wake up. Me waking up, I'm like, oh, shoot, okay, I'm alive. Yeah. Let me try to do something to either pay it forward or, you know, progress in life. Just be productive. Yeah. I know it sounds corny, but it's, it's, it's little things. Like, you cannot do something you did yesterday, but do it today. And that can, that's, that you're, you're improving. Mm-hmm. That's productivity, you know. You may, it may not look like it. You may not want to fold, fold those clothes yesterday, but you fold them today. Boom. Now you start getting that little habit. Like, this is little stuff. Like, it don't have to be nothing crazy. It doesn't have to be a $10,000 contract or yep. a big trade in Forex or something. It can just be uh, the little things, you know? So that's what motivates me outside, you know, my like my family and friends. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
All right, time now for the BTS of the episode, Bradley's 30 seconds. Here's my 30 second tip. We've been talking about branding here in this episode, and here's a couple tips when it comes to branding. First of all, if you want to get brand registry on Amazon, which gives you a lot more options for doing advertising and gives you some great analytics in brand analytics, you need a trademark first. And uh, one of the fastest ways to get trademarks, first of all, you can do that through IP Accelerator, which is an Amazon program, or you can use the Helium 10 company, sellertrademarks.com, and you can get an expedited German trademark that Amazon brand registry in the USA accepts in as fast as a week to two weeks. That's what I did for all of my Project 5Ks. I got a uh, expedited German trademark from sellertrademarks.com. Uh, another tip for branding is if you want to start building your off Amazon uh, social media following, make sure to use an insert card. Put an insert card in all your boxes that you know either has them opt in or both has people opt in and sends them to one of your new social media accounts. You can set up uh, a template right there in your Helium 10 account in the tool portals. It has a QR code that can bring people to a landing page that will allow them to enter their email address or that can bring them right directly to your social media accounts. There's tens of thousands of people who have blue check marks, who have a million followers. And then, you know, you, you see that persona, but then like, if you knew them in real life, you know, they, 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 a lot of them still have an eight to five, nine to five job yep. and they're doing other stuff because they, they don't know how to leverage it. Now you, you, you were able to leverage your, your brand and your social media into, into a career. So what, what, what made you different than these other YouTubers or Instagram people who, yeah, they got the same amount of followers, but they're not making money off it. What's the difference between you and them? Um, I just think I'm, uh, there's nothing against them, but I, 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 I'm a regular person, you know, I don't, I didn't get the big head. I still view myself as Brandon Armstrong. And then just my content was always different. You know, I was always ahead of the game. I'm already, I'm already thinking in 2027, you know, back in 2000, you know, 2016, I was already thinking 2019, you feel me? All right, let me start. Let me do this. I'm always going to cook. I'm going to have this. So it's just, um, I take every day. I know I say that I really don't look forward towards the future, because I can only control the now. I can only control what goes on the day. But I'm always thinking, you know, ahead of the game, just in case, you know, you know, something, something's a fallout. So I think that's why I, I, I like, I mastered my craft and my blueprint. I shared it. What I did, I didn't just, you know, I was the, I was the originator of this sports comedy, you know, sports basketball genre. But I didn't just, you know, keep it away. I showed other people like, hey. This is how you do it. Do this, do that, boom, boom, boom. And now you see it's a wave of sports. Yep. Sports influencers, sports comedy influencers that's just just doing their damn thing. And I'm happy, you know. I'm I'm the founding father. I'm not like bitter. I'm not selfish. They doing the exact same stuff I was doing, but it is what it is. You feel me? Like it had to be a you know, Michael Jordan. Yeah. You feel me? Like yeah. the Kobe emulated him. So I'm not, you know, it's that's I think that's why that, that's what separated me from them and still separates me from a lot of people to this day. All right. You have any like unique habits? You know, some some people who are motivational speakers, they'll talk about journaling or or manifesting and waking up, meditating or or, you know, all, all this kind of like, you know, stuff that 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 is is unique. Not not, not the average person does. Right. Are, are you doing any of those things? Uh, no, I just keep it simple. I pray. Um, I, I believe in manifestation, but I don't um, I'm not like a. You know, I don't like say it over and over. Like I have a mantra every yeah, day type yeah. thing. I just really, um, yeah, I just pray and I just, I just, 
I take every day like it's the same. Mm. So I really don't have like, you know, I've meditated before, but now I just I just eat my edibles and just <laughs> go on my life. My doubtables, my homemade doubtables. Yep. So I just yeah, yeah. That's another another one of your branching out yeah, uh, yeah. things right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got my own little doubtable line. I um, also, you know, with my chef and uh, meals, I can incorporate full THC infused meals. Mm -hmm. So, and it helps with a lot of people, like a lot of athletes, you know, with their meal preps, you know, put some CBD in there, it'll help their bodies. And yeah, my, one of my guy, my guy Jake, he had um, I think Crohn's disease and um, he wasn't able to sleep. He's all the way out of Pittsburgh. And he was like, bro, can you send me some, you know, send me some of your doubtables? You know, I haven't been able to sleep. Sent him some. He hit me a week later. He said, bro, it's the best sleep I ever got in my life. I'm like, oh shoot, you know, I'm just I'm just making them because, you know, I, yeah. they taste good. And I like, you know, being elevated. But yeah, man. So little another another branch on a yep, tree. Yep. Yeah. But guys, you notice how everything still goes back down to like the dot brand. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it started with B dot, and then now we got dotables, we've got dot eats, you know, like what's your DJ name? Uh DJ No Daddy. DJ No Daddy, right? <laughs> but you look at that. You look at th that has its own Instagram or, or not? Yeah, it does. It yeah, does, but yeah, like right. I, I see a similar branding there. Yeah, you know, yeah, whether yeah. it's in the name or just the branding overall, mm -hmm. is that important? You think to like you know uh, to, to keep uh, the same theme throughout what, all your endeavors? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It'd be easier to you know it's easier to tie you to yeah. you know unless you're you know unless you're just like a like a silent investor and something like that. But yeah, when you're trying to brand yourself, I think you should always keep it you know similar. You should always keep it you. You know, uh, unless you're trying to drop something like, you know, exclusive, you know, one off time edition type thing. But even then, you know, you got to still keep it you. Yeah. So that's why I just incorporate Dot for my dog. My dog Dotson. I have a tortoise called Dotlin. Um, <laughs> my my restaurant, the Dot Experience. So, yeah, I have I have a travel uh, like a like a travel page, Dot Travels. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I just try to keep it Dot because that's why. Yeah. I, I'm, and and I would say like 98 percent of the people. They they probably don't know Brandon Armstrong, no, yeah, but you right. say B dot or dot, you know they would know. And that that was kind of like my philosophy when I was doing the Zumba. Right. I was like, you know, uh, there's other Zumba YouTubers out there, way, way more talented than me. But but I was thinking like a little bit ahead of the marketing, so I was like, nobody's gonna remember Bradley Sutton, you know, like who's gonna remember that? But how can I make myself memorable? That's why I made the whole crazy sock, the whole crazy yeah. sock brand. I was like, okay, here's a weird guy with a sock on his arm and a crazy sock on his leg. I will remember. Crazy sock and sure enough, you know, I'll go to Zumba convention. Oh, there's the crazy sock. They don't right. know my name. I don't care if you know my name. You know my brand. And now they're like, hey, we want the crazy sock guy to come to Japan. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so so guys, branding, personal branding is important. But if you guys out there have physical products, keep your brand simple, make it memorable. You know, people aren't gonna remember the you know, the the owner behind the brand. They're not gonna know that that's your product, but they'll remember the the brand. Like I I don't know who's the founder of Nike. I can't think of it, or, or Adidas, you know. Right. We all know the brand. You we don't even have to know the name. You just see a, a logo, and, and they're so on point with their branding. Everybody knows that that lo that logo. So, yeah. what what's the, the what's the future uh, look like for you? Uh, well, um, uh, we're about to do season two. I have a television show on Hulu. It's called WTF Baron Davis. Um, with Baron Davis, he's um, you know retired one of the, one of the best NBA point guards to play the game. We um, just got picked up by TBS. Okay, so um, we're gonna be on national television. Um, that's going to start, we start filming that at the end of the year or, uh, beginning of 2022. So that's another, you know, branch that, um, of the tree mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I'm excited about because this is, I want to be on TV. Like this is yeah. this TBS. This is like primetime television. Like this is, this is like legacy money in terms of how my kids would be Gucci. Yeah. And that's really what I care about at the end of the day. So we got Dot Eats, um, you know, that restaurant, um, starting this, um, this month that I'm excited about. So. 
Yeah, man, my music. Um, looking forward to, you know, touring DJing-wise. Um, man, it's just, I don't know. It's going to be something else going to pop up. I All right, well, one thing here. You didn't know I was going to ask you this, but um, you, don't, you don't have your own products on Amazon yet. I don't. You don't. All right, so how about you and I work on some, mm -hmm. and I'll help you get set up you know, and because and, obviously you've got the branding down yep. and it's so much easier. And, and by the way, guys out there, if you if you are your own brand, even if you have nothing to do with Amazon, you have a leg up on everybody else. All the rest of us who just start on Amazon, we're starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. We got to build our audience on Amazon. But when you already have a following, a social media following, you've already got a brand in some other field. It makes it that much easier to start off on products. And so, like, you know, let, let's talk, you know, over the next few weeks about what kind of products that inspire you. And then we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh. We'll work at getting that manufactured and, and we're going to yeah. start our own dot, a dot something else uh, out there. Well, I, yeah, that's all right. Yes, yeah, so let's make it happen. You bro. stick to it. You know, I have another friend um, who's a DJ, Slushy, and I had him on the podcast and he was all like excited to do it too, yeah. but he never did it. Right. right. It's a year later uh, from that podcast and he still didn't start uh, anything on Amazon. But See, no, I have a feeling uh, that you're going to stick, no, uh, heck, stick with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's, another, that's another area that I want to learn. I don't know anything about. All right. I buy a lot of stuff from there. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't realize, you know, over 50% of the products that people buy on Amazon, they're not from Amazon. They're like, Amazon doesn't own them. They're just people yeah, like right. you and me yeah, who, party. yeah, third party. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so okay. people don't realize how much money, and that, we're talking billions of dollars. You know, I, I have people, I know people who are just regular people that they're doing eight, nine figures on, on Amazon just by making, you know, they're, they're not making inventions. Right. Just they're just saying, taking like, what, what, what's this in front of like Chinese checkerboard yeah, and then, reset. hey, let, let me just make change the color, put my own yeah. logo on it. Yeah. Just, just taking stuff that already exists, do a little something different and, and then sell it. All right, guys, that sound means it's time for our CAT, our cat of the episode, which stands for Clubhouse After Party Tip. Once a week, we go live on the Clubhouse app and bring back former series sellers podcast guests. We take live questions from you and they give you their best tip out there. So every episode, we're going to be giving you guys clips from these episodes we've been doing on Clubhouse. So you can get some great strategies from our former guests. Now, if you have the Clubhouse app, make sure to search for the Club Series Sellers podcast and follow it so that you can be notified when we go live. You can also follow our director of training on there at H10 Bradley. In this clip, we had Kevin King, who is the master behind Freedom Ticket and an e-com legend on the Clubhouse call to answer your questions. If you would like to listen to Kevin's latest episode, it is episode 216. So my question is, uh, have you ever used the Amazon uh, Amazon Post Influencer and Live app? People posting and just doing the live uh, introduce to your products. Also, if so, if you are using, how do you measure it? And how can we reach out to them? There's any website like all thousand, like hundred influencers. We can find out and reach out to them regarding the, our next. Um, I don't have the list, but they are, yeah, there's like three or four agencies that I know of uh, that are doing that uh, right now. Uh, you for Amazon Live, and as far as the post, I don't know of an agency. I'm sure there's someone that's offering it as a service that does post, but I have someone. Uh, you can have a VA do it yourself as long as you have brand registry. You need brand registry to do that. And you can get access to an Amazon post. And, and right now it's still free. At some point they may charge for it, but you can post in there. You can cross. We use it for a couple of our brands. Uh, it's hit or miss. You know, some of the stuff actually can get you uh, some sales and some of it's a, a waste of time, uh, to be honest. Um, but it, it's worth giving it a shot. Um, and if nothing else, it's just some, some more 
real estate is more brand awareness there. Um, the, the unfortunate thing is you can't control where you show up. So like some of our posts will get six, 10,000 impressions, 15,000, some 20,000 sometimes or more. Other ones, for whatever reason, get like 200. And we haven't been able to figure out why that is, even though we're using some of the same targeting and uh, experimenting around, but you can cross promote your products. Um, and it'll show up on some of the other pages on other uh, on your competition's pages. So it's it's worth playing with. Just don't expect it to like um, you know generate millions of dollars for you at this point. And down the road, it might turn into something. But right now, it's still in beta, and they're still trying to kind of figure it out. Just a few months ago, they finally you could only you could finally actually see what your click rate is and stuff. Um, they they didn't even offer that until just a few months ago. So it's still up and coming. Uh, but uh, if you have brand analytics. Uh, experiment with it yourself and it may turn out to be worth it or it may just be a, a nice little extra thing for you. For people out there who want to create their own brand, you know, kind of like you did, whether we're talking about their own personal brand or they've got a product, what is some advice for those uh, who don't really know how to uh, market themselves? You know, what are some good first steps for people? Um, I, I just always tell people, keep doing what you're doing. Like, don't don't stop just because it doesn't work the first time, second time, third, fourth, fifth may not work for the first 29 time, but that that 30th time, it may work. You may just change it a little bit, you know, just alterate it. Because like I said, I've been, I was doing, I was never was doing sports videos. Mm -hmm. I was never doing nothing. I was doing Drake be like, I was doing little funny comedy skits. I was not doing sports videos out of nowhere. I ran some just told me to do uh, a Russell Westbrook video because he was my favorite player. And it was Russell Westbrook's in-game, in-game facial expressions versus his player card picture. That was the whole title mm -hmm. because his player card picture, he's smiling and happy. But when he's on the court, <laughs> yeah. he's like mean and ferocious. And when I did that, that right there changed my whole life. I thought I was going, you know, be on Wild and Out. You feel mm -hmm. me? That was the type of comedy I was doing. And the reason, but I never stopped. I never, I didn't, I, to this day, I don't care if I have a million followers. My video get 20,000 views. That was 20,000 views of somebody looked at yeah. i know i'm gonna have more positive feedback than negative um it's not always about you know going viral popping off you know yeah. the first time or selling you know a thousand units in the first week like it's not about that it's about just little progression and just keep going don't stop like just don't stop because you don't know what may take off mm -hmm. so that's my advice right i there. like it yeah now sometimes in social media you know we see all the uh, the, the good stuff you know but it's not all rain rainbows and unicorns you know mm -hmm. We run into legal issues or or somebody steals from us or somebody's trying to copy us or whatever. Are there any, what was some of the obstacles that you've been through in this journey? Man, uh, just finding out who to trust um, in terms of, you know, just your people, your circle. Uh, via social media, you have to have a, you have to have tough skin because they are, they're going to, they're going to let you know your flaws. They're going to talk big stuff about you. Like yeah. They're going to try to make, man, it's, this stuff whack, blah, blah, blah. Like they're going to be super negative. But like I said, it's always going to be way more positive than it is negative. You're not doing nothing like six, nine or no crazy stuff like that. <laughs> uh -huh. You're going to be perfectly fine. So, I mean, of course I had some, I have more, I have more ups than downs, mm -hmm. way more ups than downs. Not really, not really many downs. Like, uh, no, nah, I mean, I lost, I did lose a contract with Tinder. Uh, but I probably, that was probably God telling me I need to do that, you know, mm -hmm. that deal anyway, because I like posted on the gram saying that, you know, just got a major deal with a major dating company, like a dating app. Yeah. And then I lost that. But other than that, it's nothing, nothing, okay. no, no, just more ups than downs. Of course, it's going to be bumps in the road. But 
when you got better days to look forward to, those yeah. those bumps, that's that ain't nothing. That ain't just a little speed bump. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't gonna, it's gonna be a half a second, you'll be right over it. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. Last thing of the day, we, we do this thing on the show we call the TST 30 second tip. So you've been talking about strategies that have helped you along the way, but what's something you haven't mentioned? It could be about anything out there that you can say maybe 30 seconds or less that, that's really uh, actionable, valuable for our listeners out there. Don't try to do it on your own. Collab. Collab, collab, collab. That I started it out on my own, uh, which is cool. But when I when I when I started realizing we can, you can work, you can work way better and and be more productive and, and progress even more when you work with someone else. Maybe they may be bigger with bigger than you, or someone that's maybe in a different, a different lane, that cross-pollination and that cross-promoting, that cross-collabing will help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Don't be. And it's, uh, it's really that simple. I love it. I love it. All right. So how, how can people find you on the interwebs out there? Uh, drop some of your social media handles. Um, everything is at B.A.5, B-D-O-T, A-D-O-T, the number five, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, eHarmony, Christian Mingle, all that B.A.5. <laughs> Farmers only. Farm, Farmers <laughs> only. Muslim meet up. We all out there, man. Just <laughs> hit me. Jewish get down, man. Let's go, man. All right. All right. All right. So, guys, you got all his social medias. If in six to eight months you don't see him talking about his new brand that he's started on Amazon, call him out. All right. Call him out. because. Uh, but I don't think it's going to come to that because I think he's going to follow through. So, all right. Well, uh, Brandon, thank you so much for today's meal. And thank you for coming on this podcast. And Maybe we'll reach out to you in a couple of years and see see where we're at with your Amazon business now. For sure. Maybe a couple months. A couple months. I like it. I like it. Three All months. Right. Let's make it happen, man. Thanks for having me, brother.